0: Clean up your room, bitches. I don't have a good feeling about SBF. Jordan Peterson, Kanye West, therapy! I love Dave Chappelle.
1: I plan to speak to Kanye. Do I look like an idiot to you? Welcome back to Buckle Up, baby! Uh, episode
0: 45. We're renaming it White Devils. <laughs> we had
1: a week, Michael. Yeah, we did. We found a corner of the internet. <laughs> It's not a corner I necessarily <laughs> want to be a part of, but I will say we're out of the dip for now. We we, we climbed our it was way a out. Fun week. Hmm? We had a fun week. So what happened?
0: Uh, we had Harry on last week, Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. Rabbi Harry Rosenberg, right? Yeah. Um, and he was probably the first guest we had who was like, like, um, classic podcast guest in, in terms of like he's got a little voodoo following, he's got something to say, and mm-hmm. he's, he'll say provocative, crazy stuff um whether or not you think it's crazy just like a unique perspective a unique guy right you can't find anywhere else mm-hmm. and uh and it's cool because it worked in a sense like you yeah. got people freaking
1: watching on yeah. tiktok and instagram had and a video uh, pop off on tiktok which now i think has it's not many followers but it's climbing and things yeah. there was activity i could feel activity percentage wise
0: we like sick we have like six times the amount of followers we did <laughs> last all right week. it's it doesn't fun. matter how
1: it happens it yeah. happens from the grind yeah so congrats. Good for it's good. Good yeah, for it's you. good. It's
0: a good lesson in like being here. Yeah. Because we were when the Kanye thing came up, we we're here. Yeah. And like we asked Harry and we already had a, a recording set up. So like An why infrastru- not come by? Yeah. a
1: podcasting infrastructure in place to talk about something like that. Exactly. Um Are there any other thoughts to talk about with regard to what's going on in the world with anti uh. Semitism? Because I want to get, you want to get back to talking bullshit or you want to talk real? I do want to get back to, we 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 can talk the anti-Semitic stuff first I guess, and, then, and then get into it. Yeah, one of the things that I felt was urgent, like really two to three days ago was the Chappelle monologue that everybody now has exhausted and talked about. So I almost feel like a lot's already been mm-hmm. said about it. But I definitely want to talk to you about my take on it. We discussed it on the phone a little bit yeah. because, you know. Uh, I'm a Jew and a comedian and a creative, and all of those things, so and free speech and all those like I advocate for all those principles and ideas, and there's a huge risk of looking totally hypocritical um yeah, when calling out Dave Chappelle or addressing or criticizing any of the things he's saying, but I don't think I am at all, and I'm gonna be critical, but I can defend it, I think well without with seemingly at the risk of looking hypocritical, but not actually being hypocritical, and I can defend it. I'm curious to hear that, and, and also throw in how this is
0: any different than the trans stuff that okay. you supported him with. I've thought about it. Right, I, I did support it. him through that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Showed up at his house. He wrote <laughs> <No>. letters. <laughs> I supported him through that. Yeah. Um, let me say off the bat, as everybody knows, you and I are modern Orthodox Jews, okay? Um. I like... Jewish jokes From non-Jewish comedians I like racial jokes Controversial jokes Holocaust jokes About any subject, any topic I don't think anything is off limits You have a good Holocaust joke? Yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good Holocaust joke oh. Handy okay. um, And I certainly in, Given the situation and everything Maybe for right now in this episode okay. I won't try to find one It's not the <laughs> right time <laughs> But I, I like them all Okay Provided That they're jokes. There's sort of this unspoken rule of stand-up comedy for people who get it and aren't there to protest when you're in the club or you're going to see a show or an act that you're going to watch somebody make jokes. So it's like what Bill Burr used to say. It's like, don't tell me they're real statements. You know, you're you're writing this blog post like it's a real statement, like I meant the joke? Come on. And I I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Like, whether somebody is you know succeeds or fails Mm. at the joke at least there's that person that that he or she is still attempting to make a joke and find the funny in something tragic or sad or, or awful or horrific but we're trying to find the funny in it so we can all laugh at it together we can celebrate each other's differences we can joke about each other and be loose and fun and i'm all for that um and to me If a joke bombs, then obviously it gets interpreted as more hurtful and more offensive because you didn't get the laugh, which is what's required in order for something not to hurt. Mm. But that's like sitting with somebody and making a a joke at them and you actually hurt their feelings. That can happen sometimes if you don't read it right. And comedians take that risk. And I think they should be able to. And you and I are both huge fans of Dave Chappelle. And he's a brilliant, amazing comedian. One of the goats. Best of all time. Not just a great comedian, but a great social
0: commentator. Okay. Okay, so on that point, he he he, ha, he has evolved into something yes. different than a comedian. So
1: on that point, provided that they're jokes. Now, I think in the situation with the trans community, uh, in the beginning, at least when it was starting out, what I was hearing were jokes, and then he was getting attacked for making jokes, and then he responded to those attacks on him and attempted cancellations with points to be made and commentary but
0: not just with that also with the um the uh uh i can't believe i'm blanking on the name mm-hmm. the uh the guy who was killed by i remember the cops named
1: derek chauvin oh <laughs> uh, george, george floyd, floyd. yeah
0: the, yeah he, he came out with a special called like eight and a half minutes yes or that was
1: but uh, so he was commenting on that yeah but he wasn't he wasn't the, there I, were he, no that, jokes in there yeah no he, so he's had his his areas where he's doing more commentary that i understand but i'm just talking about I'm about to compare the trans situation, I guess, to, the, to the, what happened with the monologue and what's going on here. That's where I'm going with it, and why I don't think it's hypocritical. Okay. And in one case, I was okay with it, and in one case, I wasn't. Okay. Because I'm okay, going to okay. say—and I don't want to say wasn't, because that's like a blanket statement, too. I can state sort of my position on the monologue in a mm-hmm. minute, but I guess maybe I'm going backwards, but I don't want to get into the weeds of it all. Of but in any I'll event— listen. I felt like in a lot of the trends, the special where he was making jokes, he's making jokes, yes, and they're like, he's punching down, He's doing I'm like, no, he's making jokes, he's making jokes about everybody, in this case, he's making jokes about one group, everybody should be able to take a joke, and I, and I guess comedy is subjective, and I'm making that point that it's subjective, and if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it, but to protest and cancel, that's kind of ridiculous, and then if he's responding with serious points because you're attacking him and you're canceling him, that's a different story, but uh to me, they were very clearly jokes, even though com- comedy subjective the way I looked at them. Okay. And to the monologue, fast forward to the monologue, which was Jewish-centered and Jew-centered, I was laughing in the beginning. Like, I have mixed feelings about it, because he made jokes about Jews. I don't say that because he made jokes about Jews, it, it, there was problems in it. It's when all of a sudden, at some point in the monologue, mm. he wasn't making jokes anymore it seemed to be more like he was making commentary or serious points. And once you go there, the standard seems to change. I'm like, am I watching a stand-up comedy act in which you're attempting to get laughs, and maybe, you're, maybe you are, maybe you aren't? Or are you trying to like have some social commentary and make some serious points in which now I'm supposed to respond genuinely or seriously? You know what I mean? And that seems to be what's being invited. And my critique of the act was... And this is a critique. It's not a cancellation. I don't think he should be canceled or punished or those kinds of things. It can spark a dialogue. But I did have problems with what was going on in the monologue uh, on the specifics, you know, like there were certain things that were very clearly jokes. And then when he gets into certain when he started to make certain topics like, you know, Jews have been through horrible things, but you, you can't blame that on African-Americans. You just can't. No one's doing that. Right, I found that weird, but too. there are a lot of African Americans, at least through the Kanye and Kyrie channels, that are supporting blaming everything on the Jews. So there just didn't seem to be a balanced. There were things in there that I think it could use more balance, mm-hmm. and I could get into the details of it. But it's not like the Jewish community is claiming that um, their suffering is the fault of the African American community. But there, there seemed to be, based on our last episode, a lot of people in that community claiming that. All of the, a lot of the problems happening there are the yeah. fault of Jews. But, and it's But that kind of line isn't
0: isn't so unusual for him to throw in sort of a, a something that sounds profound that's not a joke. He does that in his sets all the time. Yes, no, but not, I'm saying, not, saying not given not just the in c- response uh, to like the trans stuff, like off out of set. Yeah. Like within the set, he'll, yeah. he'll 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 throw a line but like Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like um
1: yeah, he'll he'll say things like that. I understand. But if he's going there, yeah. then what I think it's fair to 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 sort of have a critical lens on what he's talking about. And then we're talking about yeah, not fair. criticizing yeah. it from a comedic standpoint. Ah, the joke didn't work, the joke did not work. Then it's like, okay, you're making a point here. Right. And now we're talking a little bit more on a serious plane. Okay, if we want to talk more profound, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm not saying he he's not allowed, he's allowed to do that within his act. But now we're changing the, the – we're, we're moving the goalpost a little to say, okay, so what are you saying now? Because what has happened in the context is that Kanye West made crazy anti-Semitic mm-hmm. statements, and Kyrie Irving posted a link uh, to a, a movie which is really problematic and full of anti-Semitic tropes. Okay, what should happen to them is one question. How should we respond to that? We've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. How should we react? Should we punish them? I liked what John Stewart was saying. It's like, it's not going to help. We're not going to change people's thoughts by punishing them. Fine. But it's like Dave Chappelle. I get it. It was not like he was agreeing with them per se. But uh, you know, and he, there was parts of it where he was like, "They're crazy," but I get why they think that way. You know, he was sort of yeah. I picked up on that. For you know sure. then he's saying, "I get why you think that way." He's like, "But that he if I watched it twice." So the first time I was like, "What?" But then, ugh, I'm losing my train of thought because it was so fresh to me when it happened. Mm. But then when he starts to. Um, starts to sort of validate their feelings yeah. without offering a strong enough counter. Yeah. I know he said, and you know, there are a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. Doesn't mean they run the place. But, you know, I don't know. Like, there was just something that was sort of imbalanced about it. And then to close yeah. with whoever they are yeah. was just like, okay. We, we went out of the joke range from, I, I liked when he said about yeah. ma- mafia, Italian, like I liked a lot of the jokes and I'm laughing, but then it reaches this point where you know, he's validating their feelings and he's not really working hard to dispel them. Yeah, I felt,
0: yeah, even I think if you can't maybe, like, break down his set to explain exactly why, I also heard, like, a dog whistle in mm-hmm. there. Um, the same way I heard in Russell Simmons' response and, like, I hear, I've I've heard in a lot of responses, like, in Whoopi Goldberg's mm-hmm. response, like, the same thing of, like, yeah. of, like, okay, I'll, sh- like, I'll stop saying it, mm-hmm. but it uh, doesn't mean I
1: don't believe it.
0: I heard I heard that also in yeah. there. And that was pretty that was pretty uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and it's it's very revealing that you know what? A lot of people have this myth narrative idea about in, in maybe Jay Chappelle's shedding light on the fact that people in, in the black community feel this way, in the yeah. African American community feel this way about about Jewish people, and that can spark an interesting dialogue and how we and it can validate what we've been saying, that maybe just this whole slap on the wrist yeah. doesn't work. But I'm just saying, um, yeah, I don't know. The more I sat with it, I, I don't think we're just looking at jokes anymore. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's not, and I'm not saying we should cancel him. I'm just saying we're not evaluating what was performed as yeah. just a comedic set yeah if all of a sudden he's making profound serious points mm-hmm. then we have to we're, we're responding a little bit differently it's yeah. resonating differently and you know kanye said horrible things and he made jokes about that i think he yeah. did a good job unpacking that then he went to bed and like he, i don't want to go through the whole act it's funny in yeah. the beginning it's very funny but then he starts to go <laughs> into like yeah. well but look there's a lot well he's he's doing like the- a lot
0: He's doing the John Stewart thing that that always annoyed both of us. Where like, do you want to be a social commentator or do you want to be a yeah. comedian and make people laugh? Right. Like, you're, it seems like you're doing both. He he did that whole special where he just called out the executives at Comedy Central who stole, you know, who he you know he kind of claimed like stole his his yeah. um his IP and, and then didn't make wouldn't give about- it back to him. That that w- that was a like. Uh, a protest set yes. that he did that was like you know so so you but that was fine in terms little,
1: of there was nothing racial about that. No no
0: no I I'm just, saying, I know what you're I'm saying. just saying don't don't just say I'm just a comedian mm-hmm. when you're gonna do something like that too. So so when you do something like that and you do eight and a half minutes or whatever it was about George Floyd mm-hmm. and then you do a monologue on SNL, we don't just look at you like you're a comedian. You're not like uh Whoever I don't even know, like Sebastian Maniscalco getting up there, like mm-hmm. you, you're you're someone people look to to understand what's going on in the country. Right. So it matters what you say about this, and right. I think people wanted him to make sense of it to them. Right. Like to, to be some court of conduit between like the Jewish community and the black community, mm-hmm. and he and he and he sort of wasn't. He was sort of like, no, nah, I'm I'm like I'm in Kanye's camp on mm-hmm. this one, guys. I'm just I'm just I'm just not gonna. I'm not just gonna say it. I'm, I'm like a little bit gonna like defend him mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and like explain him to all of you yeah. And, and I'm not like really gonna Tear down what he said So if you
1: watch it carefully And since he's dealing with such a delicate Fresh raw topic right mm. it's, it's very sensitive And requires like every beat And sentence sort of matters So like even just This is like almost A, a comedic critique because <laughs> he's Doing a monologue in the form of stand up In some way if he had just said now look There's a lot of juice in Hollywood like a lot no get me wrong but that doesn't mean we run the play. Like if he had said it like that, that that feels different to me than like a lot. Long pause. Yeah. Sit with it. Let be, and then i I'm, and I know I'm getting into the weeds of it, but the reason is if we're now establishing that we're evaluating this as serious commentary and serious mm-hmm. points to be made, and in a way, comedy is always has an undertone of that. I'm not. Saying he can't say what he said, I just I hear myself saying this, and I don't think it's hypocritical though because I think in a lot of ways, because I like a good Jewish joke that digs at Jews yeah. from from in jest. It's yeah. almost like when your friend's joking around with you, and then all of a sudden starts saying something that's not a joke, and you're like, you know. So yeah. I think that's what happened here. You're like, <laughs> this is good, dude. Yeah. Hey, you realize like what just like given the context of what just happened, yeah. you know? And I heard Judy Gold speak about this on CNN because she just wrote a book like about free speech and what comedians. Yes, I can say that. And they were asking Judy Gold on CNN, what did you think? He's like, well, I like Dave. You know, Dave is did, a did Elon transition? What is who <laughs> that? No, no. What, Judy? No, Judy? You know who Judy Gold is? No. <laughs> Not Elon Gold, but Judy Gold. <laughs> he, so she has another been been in the game a long time. <laughs> um, Jewish female comedian. a uh, tall woman. Tall redhead. She, I think yeah. was on Louis. Yeah, on redhead FX. or blonde. Red, she's, yeah, she's, she's like been on Louis. Like yeah, she's old school. Yeah, old school. Yeah, she's like, like listen. Comic, so yeah. she said, listen, Dave's a friend. He's a really nice guy. But I have to admit, you know, as a comedian... I, I liked some of it. I was laughing, but then I, I did. I, it made me a little uncomfortable. You know, Jews have it really hard, and it's not easy for us. You know, like, she, I don't think she said Jews have it really hard. I'm not quoting, but she yeah. was like, it's not an easy time for us. You know, like, I I, I I have to admit it. Parts of it made me a little uncomfortable. Like, what are you getting at here? You know? So yeah. she's hinting at, like, I was laughing through it, and then you're just like... <laughs> and then even certain lines. She's like, even when he said, you know, about about uh, Jewish suffering not being the the responsibility or the fault of the African-American community. She's like, and nobody reacted or knew what to do because no one is saying that. So it didn't really resonate. It didn't really work, that line, because no one is saying that that has happened. Um, You know, no one is making that claim. So that seems disingenuous. It's like, that's not the issue here. The issue is not that Jews are claiming that the African community are responsible for their suffering. It's quite the contrary, is what the problem is. Uh, Kanye is out there saying that the, I'm going Defcon 3 on the Jews. Yeah. They're responsible for my suffering and our suffering and we got to call it out and I've seen so many comments at, and making commentary on this subject and people are saying the most viciously Disgusting anti Semitic yeah. things and made up stuff about Jews, like libels. It's libel yeah. out there.
0: And to have such a twisted perception of that mm-hmm. calls into question the whole his whole understanding of the whole thing, which calls into question his his like authority to make a joke about it. Yeah. He really if he really doesn't quite understand what's going on.
1: Yeah, I think a lack of sense I don't know, there seemed to be something missing, at least a sensitivity to the issue and like the history of anti-semitism it's not his responsibility he's making jokes from his perspective to the best of his ability but uh, you know there just didn't seem to be enough of that balance of like everybody can laugh together at this guys because we all agree and i you know now that i hear it and i watched it a second time there were parts of it where he you can qualify a lot of the statements he does say kanye went a little crazy you know and i liked his joke when he said like the two words you can never say together. The <laughs> Jews, nothing could ever happen after the words <laughs> the Jews. Nothing, hmm. but it's so clearly like we're we're joking here about this, and yeah. it, that's a good joke. Um, yeah. But then he goes, you know, but I get it. Yeah. There's a moment he's like, but I get
0: it. Well, so in his de- not in his defense, but I guess the reason I'm so proud of of what we did with Harry, yeah. is that, um, p- if people people do believe this thing yeah we have to deal with it mm-hmm. and like and, and 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 we have to he, we 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 have to be able to say there are a lot of Jews in media mm-hmm. and it does look weird and there are Jews who have taken advantage of black artists and right. that's fucked up and we don't support that and we don't defend that and like and and like we we have to be able to to say that because cuz they they're going to believe it whether or not we say it, like but you we, have
1: to be careful when you now, say when you claim that, that that guy's one of ours, and we have to take responsibility for some guy named Rabinowitz who's an executive. Why yeah. why do we have to take responsibility for that?
0: Because because they're blaming us for it, right. so it is our responsibility whether or not we want to take it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right? Because
1: like, where it gets being attributed to the Jews broadly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because like of we, these behaviors. We, yeah, and we have to we have to be able to to say. To, there's there's a part of it that I think does fall on our shoulders that we're, that w- what I like about Harry is is he's able to just listen to what they're saying yeah and within you know like like when when someone's having a manic episode or something yeah and they come to you with a crazy claim you have to respond to them within their craziness yeah like you can't keep trying to talk them down of like Hitler's not your father mm-hmm. Hitler like you like you know like you have to like you can't like Bring them back to reality. Who said that? Well, let's just say someone comes episode like, I think Hitler's my father. Like, yeah, I understand. You have to talk to them, have them have to where they're like, at. Okay, so Hitler's your father. Yeah. Like, like you to, when was he born, and when were you born, yeah. and like, deal with it, right? right? So, like, so they're saying Jews. So, like, okay, Jews run the media. Like, tell <laughs> me, how
1: does that work? Yeah, and why yeah. is that my fault? As opposed to, as supposed to, yeah. Now, listen, you, know, you don't, I, you don't agree or validate, but by confronting it, meeting them where they're at, and then you can kind of gradually untangle that myth and exactly. that exactly right? yeah, exactly
0: so 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 in his defense like it's it's something he probably does believe and like that's w- and and i think like it seeps through his his set no matter and n- even out of his control and and we need to be able to talk to him about it
1: the the, the the hardest part was that he closed again with it and it didn't quite have a satisfying note to it, yeah, it had a weird eerie note but he believes it if you watch it carefully word for word i watched it a second time just to like give myself another shot at mm-hmm. it Um to see how it hit the first time and the second time. He says if you spend all this time or whatever, you might have the delusional belief that the that Jewish the Jews control everything, but you don't say it out loud, and that's the joke. Like we all like delusional beliefs, you don't say out loud. Delusional beliefs, you keep to yourself. It just what got tucked under a lot of things, and there was I just think it wasn't the masterful delivery everybody's talking about that was served as the referee between the communities. I don't think it was. I think And that's my critique of it. Um Obviously, I'm not going out there claiming that he's hateful antis and none of that. I think that's yeah. nonsense, and I don't think he should be canceled. But this needs to be talked about because it revealed a, 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 something a blind spot. Yeah, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, I mean, ha- Harry just went on the, like this hip hop show, and, yeah, and they they brought that claim against him, and yeah. I, I thought I thought he had a really like good response to it, and like it was it was like a nice sort of like refreshing um what's that word like uh like where you're like it was like a relieving moment when they were like actually cathartic yeah it was a nice cathartic moment um instead of like becoming this fight um i think they said like um you know all all these jewish executives have like been promoting like you know black americans selling drugs and killing each other right and he's like he's like well like are there no hip-hop labels that like are owns like not by Jews, and yeah. like they're still putting out that music,
1: and like and they they, they were basically Spotify like Spotify no. is run by a Swedish guy. I mean, saying what, like, whatever this is,
0: but 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 it was so nice to be to, for him to be like like yeah, that does happen, but like let's talk about how how valid the claim is that it's our fault. It,
1: whether there's a disproportionate amount of Jews in a particular industry is fine, but you're being awfully selective. One is being awfully selective when you're just saying, well, that one's owned by a Jew, and that one, and that one, but discounting all the ones who aren't. Yeah, well, and but, I'm not but, denying but, but, maybe that there's a disproportionate, but like. Then to make this leap that there's some grand conspiracy or that everyone is partial and involved in putting out this stuff, and then I have an, and then I have another argument against that, which is, which is the, you know the culture vulture argument. That's what Charlemagne the God said. Aren't you a culture vulture? Then there's a viral clip going around of this guy who did not do a good job. I think uh, an executive. He's on uh, Breakfast Club Mm -hmm. and they're like, Aren't you a culture vulture then? What's a culture vulture? A culture vulture. You're somebody who's like using our culture and destroying it and putting it out there to make money and all that. I think that's what it means. I think. Charlamagne's like, Aren't you a culture vulture? It's like, because he goes, like, he was saying how, like, that, what's being, like, put out there in hip hop is destructive and agreeing with them about that but then like then they like flip it on him but then why are you like investing and in putting out investing in these artists and developing them if you think that what they're doing is destructive doesn't that make you like a culture vulture maybe somebody who's latches onto culture mm-hmm. destroys it I don't really know and then he goes I got people to feed <laughs> ugh <laughs> <laughs> it was bad but that guy it was a yeah that was a yeah. bad look for this guy as yeah. an individual and they were like, oh, he's like, I listen, you're not listening, Charlemagne, you're not listening. And I'm uh, like, well, yeah. but my argument is this, like, let's say you assume with the best of intentions an executive or whoever is supporting African-American artists, hip-hop artists to get their stuff out there. Like, I thought we were okay with artistic expression. And even if it's about drugs and violence and things like that, like people are reflecting and expressing their honest experiences in their music, and it's resonating with millions of people around the world. One can argue that's an argument in the culture. Is that good? Is that bad? Does that promote um, lifestyle that's not good and destructive? I don't know how I feel about that, because like, to me, a song, a piece of art, is just a reflective of reality. If you want to change reality, change reality, and change the values that lead to that art. But the art is reflecting what's going on. It's a window into the truth, uh, yeah. and you don't want to shut that down. And to me, it's, it's putting the cart before the horse. But I, I think that whole... It's putting the cart before the horse,
0: Michael. That whole line of thinking is just like, 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 like it's, it's just fallacious, like you would say. I, I think Jon Stewart said it really well, where he's like, what, what, the, what, the, what the black community is actually saying mm-hmm. is like, we feel like we've been exploited. Uh-huh. And like, and and we want someone to do, and we want someone to do something about it, right? And like, I I think the only response to that is like, is like, yeah, you have been exploited. You know, we also feel exploited. Like we're like we're, like you're right. There, there's a million ways to discredit their argument and and tear it apart, but that's yeah. not the point. The do point you... is 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 like listening and sharing in that with them, and like showing that
1: like we aren't we aren't the ones victimizing you. But right. Um, but do you think there's also a search on that issue of exploitation of the culture? do you think that maybe because they're suffering that's continual and and, and not and and has gone on through through mm-hmm. the decades they're looking they're, there's like this search for why why are things not why have things not progressed maybe it's the exploitation of the culture because to me it's like looking at a violent video game and saying that's the cause of violence sure. so i'm like i don't think that's what I, I don't think the art for example for me as like from an artistic perspective movies music paintings, whatever, that is reflecting a reality, not causing a reality. That's just how I think about it. So that might be just something that is being discussed, like that it's this type of music and genre of music that is causing it by promoting lifestyle and violence and drugs and these things. Or it's reflecting a reality that that reality needs to be addressed in reality, and then the art will follow. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, and and I I think it all starts like just by listening and by validating the parts of it that are true. Because maybe the maybe the way to one can argue the way to the way to expose what's going on, the problems within a community, is to express it, write music about it, make a film about it. Don't shut that down. Don't say no. Don't make that because then it's going to feed into itself. You make that, but like the real things on the ground that have to go on. I mean, I'd love to talk to someone from that community and really yeah. get, get, you know, cause I don't have experience with it. Right. Uh, you know, two like, of us I- are n- not black. We're modern Orthodox Jews that so we don't know. But what John Stewart is talking about is that, uh, the punitive shutting it down, that's not going to do anything. He's like, yeah. he's They're, they're grown ass men. We're not going to change people's thoughts with punishments and fines. That's true. Yeah. That has to be true. Yeah. And that's why, like, you have to allow people to say what they say. To me, canceling, we already have a mechanism for canceling. It's called jail for violent crimes. If you commit actions of felony and violence and all these other things, then you get canceled. You get removed, mm-hmm. right? Like, speech is different than actions, and we're, we're, like, muddling the two together, and we're trying to come up with this new sort of punishment that's not—you know what I mean? Somebody—if Kanye West vandalized a, a synagogue or he— Started beating people, beating Jews up in the street. That's I'm not defending him, but I'm saying okay, he has said something horrible needs to be addressed and confronted. And yes, there's the social cancellation. I don't think brands have to work with him; they could do what they want to. That's part of the free speech. You get it. You have to, you know, you can't dish it out if you can't take it. Like mm-hmm. I get that too. But beyond that, solving the problem, under having more of a mutual understanding of things, yeah. dispelling the myths about what a lot of people believe that have resonated with Kanye and Kyrie's. Movie. I don't know if say like posted the link. I don't know. Yeah. But that movie and confronting those claims and dialoguing I, it has to be much more constructive than a pat on the back. We called it out. We shut it down. Totally. We made them pay a fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to walk into gum at the same time. That's not defending anything they said. Obviously, that's the opposite. It's calling it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. I think Harry also comes from a place of like strength and pride. And like when you're not as self when you're not self-conscious, you can admit to your own faults. Like, there there are land, there are like, you know, where, where does it start for most people? They have a Jewish landlord who like mm-hmm. raises their rent and like they yeah. get pissed. Like, there are Jewish landlords who do that. Mm-hmm. And like, some of it's not good. And like, some of it's but like. The definition
1: of a racism or anti Semitism in any form or whatever is to take the actions of one individual, <laughs> take the actions of one individual, yeah. look at what is immutable about them, and then blame that immutable kind of characteristic like their race yeah. or ethnicity yeah, but, and say there's this whole that's what but, you know yeah, and that starts with someone who's has a human problem
0: exploited and is suffering so like let's listen to them when they want to talk about it no you know, i get it i get it. Yeah. It,
1: it but i'm just saying that um you know it is it is
0: racist and it's I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not saying it's not i just i just you're um, saying it is you're saying it isn't <laughs> no you want. i get i, I, I just i want to like i want to actually like defeated and right. move forward. I don't want to like
1: keep keep ourselves in this. Hey, listen, and Jews have a concept of I I'm, I you know practicing Jews have a very strong concept of this value called, you know, sanctifying God's name. I mean, we wouldn't do like the idea of acting in accordance when you're, you know, we learn about it in school. Mm-hmm. The concept of making sure you're acting like your best self and putting your best foot forward and having and you know acting in accordance with like good values and being good to other people. Especially if you're wearing a keep in public. Why do we have that? It's 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 because you're representing your, you know, not just yourself, everybody. So we understand that, that people are gonna perceive that you know, when you do something good, they're gonna perceive it collectively. It's how yeah. human beings work and operate. So we don't pretend like I get that the strictly individualist argument doesn't always resonate because you're like, Well, that's just one okay, but if it's happening repeatedly with somebody, you have to address Yeah. You have to address that even you know, you don't have to take responsibility for mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. for better or worse, someone has a misperception of you, and it's going to cause problems. Yeah. It behooves you to correct it. Yeah. Good night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Does that cover yeah, everything? You, yeah. Just surface? if anyone's listening, go watch John Stewart on Colbert. I thought I thought he said it really well.
1: All well, time. you know, it's 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 interesting. <laughs> eh, the face is okay. He's always <laughs> like, you know, you know, Stephen.
0: Did you see Steven? He's like um
1: he's Agel- like,
0: ageless? No, not just ageless. Like um I Thought that was a great interview though. That was a good it was a great interview. He's like um he's like so sanitary, like so sanitized yeah, with like yeah, yeah, thinking and saying the exact like party line, it's yeah. like so wild.
1: Like, because John is like, "Where are you, Stephen? In there? Yeah, where are you? You become a late night guest, like kibitz with me.
0: It's it, it was it's like frightening to see almost. Like, good for him. He's <laughs> he's making as he's making money. But like, I thought it oh was God. funny when he goes,
1: "Like you don't like juice, Stephen." But then he <laughs> goes, "Just one."
0: It comes out. <laughs> he has
1: a different role to play now. He's not yeah,
0: yeah, good for him. It's just it was. Uh, yeah. I don't watch. I mean, we had Neil on, yeah. but um, I don't really watch the show. You but, noticed uh, that he felt more vanilla. Yeah, what he? He's, oh no, no. What what he said? He was he he, he was talking about the the elections as uh, oh, so you weren't a, you weren't like worried about this creeping tide of fascism? Mm. And he he said he said it so matter of factly, like like it was beyond question well, whether in a way, or not he's kind of taking on the role. Fascists. Yeah, in a way.
1: he see <laughs> that was a good one. Taking on the mantle of the representing what he thinks is the mainstream. That's well, he's it.
0: representing CBS Corporation. Right, right, right. I don't think it's. It's. I don't think it has much. I mean, all that him. stuff
1: is a little nauseating. I'm like, you didn't. So it didn't happen. That raising tide of fascism. We were all worried about. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who do you spend your time with, Steven? But John is now like in the so podcast space too. He's doing all. He's having all these interviews. John Stewart. He, I really like his podcast. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? Some of it. I've yeah. had some. It's pretty good. Some of it some of it there's some John Stewart stuff I just can't get over. Like his he when he has people on that he doesn't agree with, it's not really in good faith. There's still a part of no, him yeah. that is daily show, I want to make you look like an idiot. And that's that's not cool because when he has people left yeah. to center on, he wants to talk to them. He's much more gracious. Fair enough. And I'm like he had somebody on who banned transgender surgery for children in their state. Well, and I saw a clip of that and I'm watching it and he's, he's just like he's not listening to them. Um, and maybe they're not as informed, but he's not. He's not having genuine I, conversations. I think with people. he would say
0: they're not coming in good. In good, would you say good conscience, good faith. Good, faith. good faith, either? Like, like he he interviewed the guy who who like led the fight against validating the election in Arizona. Yeah. I think the uh, attorney general there or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. and 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 the the guy is just kind of like like spewing this like bullshit line of logic to him. Right. And and he, he, the whole interview, he's basically just like like Can you just say one Thing that makes sense, please, and like that. That was the whole interview. But like, how, but why how, is that interview? How are you supposed to s- listen to that guy in good faith when when you he he?
1: But that he's was, not
0: in the guy's not acting in good faith. The guy's but not then, acting. But, but John
1: faith. had him on intentionally, knowing it would be that way. Come on, like sure,
0: the sure. whole nature. And it's interesting it. to watch, and that's why he's a he's a successful. It's media the same as what the Daily
1: Show used to be like. gotcha moments. Let's expose what an in idiot this guy is by just letting him talk. Yeah. yeah. Under the guise of real conversation. And, you know, right. and then he did this horrible thing where he, John had this other guy on, who, which which politician was it? And John goes full woke on him mm-hmm. in the middle of his show. I don't know if it was his podcast, but it was a different show. And I'm trying to remember what the clip was. But uh, I think he was calling him, I think he was just accusing his own guest of being a racist for, or be, that because he wasn't, he couldn't speak on a subject because he was white. And this other woman was going off on him as a white man. And mm-hmm. John was like, yeah, maybe you should shut up, you know, to the, mm-hmm. to the, to his guest who was white. And I'm like, you know, yeah. so there, but I give credit where it's due. This segment on Colbert, where he spoke about this issue, I, I was, he, I think he was pretty right on the money. Yeah. He said what we've been saying, articulately, he said, a lot of people think these false things and to pretend that they don't think that is at our detriment. You know? I wonder. you know, now that you
0: say that, I <laughs> wonder why SNL Decided to bring out a black comedian instead of a Jewish comedian. Why didn't they ask John Stewart to give the monologue? Like, why is it being seen as a black issue and not a Jewish issue? Isn't that interesting that they asked Chappelle to do it and not John Stewart? Honestly, I wonder how intentional that was. I don't. Know. Like, why I, I, Kanye, I don't know if it's intentional or if it's scheduled. Why does Kanye need to be defended? Yeah, publicly. Who, what, why does he get to be defended on the stage of uh, But You don't
1: even know if Chappelle was booked before Kanye's thing.
0: Did he was he in any sketches? No one would know because no one watches it. Oh, he was. Oh, he did did the whole show. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought maybe they brought him out just for the monologue.
1: You're making yourself look like a fool. (laughs) Yeah, he did a bunch of Chappelle show style sketches. (laughs) Were they funny? Yeah, I gotta check him out. No, I I watched a few of them because they were like they released his YouTube, uh, yeah, uh, clips. He brought back old Chappelle show characters. Do I look like an idiot to you? <laughs> <laughs> you look like the Storm in the Capitol. Um Okay, he, okay, I'll watch them. No, I love Dave the, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> no, he I, I saw clips on YouTube. I didn't watch the the show yeah. live or anything, but on yeah, who does? Pete. No, Davidson's but he brought back old does. Chappelle show characters for some of these sketches. Oh, that's cool. Like they did a Game of Thrones thing and he uh, brings back his guys, like the crack the crackhead. Oh, cool. I'm just here for some dragon rocks, yeah. baby. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> Oh, so maybe he was scheduled to be on anyway. I, I, I don't think it was like, I don't, I, I don't know. if From what I understand and what I read a little bit online, and it's online, so mm-hmm. take that for what it is. He, they did a rehearsal. They had Chappelle on. They did a rehearsal before they go live, and he did one monologue. And he tossed it. Oh, he's cool. (laughs) I love him. Yeah. He did this. They didn't know. I love the guy. So he subversively did this thing. They thought it was going to be one thing. So I don't know if I can blame SNL. How are they going to know he's going to say that?
0: Yeah. If
1: that's true. (laughs)
0: Yeah. See, I mean, that's badass. It would have been a lot more fun to go down the rabbit
1: hole of SNL bringing bringing I don't think they're thinking that. That's probably announced way way, way way beforehand. And again, not canceling, criticizing. Critiquing, and not because yeah. it's Jewish in subject matter, but the particular things that were said are worth critiquing. One last, point. everybody is no one's off limits to talk about. It. Yeah, I like I like it all. But
0: yeah. Dave, you're invited on to yes, the show. If anytime. You want to talk about you know, it. we can we can chat about. That. Um, one last point, and then we really can leave this in the in the rear view. Yes. Um, I saw Lupe Fiasco comment on this. Okay. Um, and he's interesting because he's like also pretty super, definitely anti-Israel. Um, if I if I he's very anti. I know the name Lupe if you ask him, Lupe, but he's uh, he's like a hip hop artist. Oh he was yeah, yeah, big yeah. in like twenty two thousand eight, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now he just kind of exists. Yeah. I don't know what what he does anyway. Floats he, in the culture. Yeah, but he's, like, just, like, one of these, like, hip-hop icons for, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I actually love his music. Mm-hmm. Very anti-Israel. I, I would have thought he'd be in, like, huge support of Kanye. But he he did a whole, he was telling some stories about how, like, insane Kanye is, like, from having toured with him. Mm-hmm. And he was basically, like, what Kanye does is show, is show us how hypocritical we all are and, and how much of an enigma each of us are. Each of us is like Kanye will say two directly opposing statements right. and like a- as an artist it's as, a, as an artist, it's sort of like almost like his performance art of being like, we're all hypocrites we right. all we're all enigmas none, none of us make sense, and he's just like, this is just the latest sort of thing that Kanye is performing of like I, like I, I don't know how intentional it is, but I thought it was like a little bit of a, of a redeeming way to see. Just like an artist that I like, um, I thought it was like it was a nice little positive uh, take on it.
1: Yeah, but that implies to me that Kanye is just this like toying with us, and he knows what he's doing. I don't think he really does. Well, I, think not, I, got don't, impulse I, don't, I don't. think
0: issues. all artists like are that some They just act sometimes, and 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 that's that's what they do. And it it, it could destroy your life. It could yeah. kill you. It well, could Jordan Peterson. Yeah,
1: Jordan Peterson was being was being interviewed by Andrew Schultz, or the or the other way around. I saw clips of it, um, you know, and he was like, uh, well, you know, the problem with minorities is they're annoying, you know, because they can be disproportionately successful, you know, even in a majority country. And everybody resents that. And Schultz goes, wait, 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 you, you mean like that's how people perceive minorities, right? Mm-hmm. Not how you feel about it. <laughs> yes. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. They'd come after me for that, you do <laughs> He's like, that's how that's how people see them, not how you see them. But he says, I'm plan. I'd li- I I plan to speak to Kanye. That's what he said. uh oh. I'd like to know what's and he's like, why? He's like, oh,
0: what a. <laughs> he's so gross sometimes, Jordan Peterson. Why? Wouldn't that what be what a stunt? What a stunt.
1: What well, is he gonna get Jordan- out of
0: Kanye? Give me a break. Well, because he's, he's a psychologist. psychologist. Give me a break!
1: And it's now being marketed. Jordan Peterson, Kanye
0: West, therapy. Dude, <laughs> this guy is such. You think he's cloud chasing? I think he wants to be famous, Jordan, so badly. Yes, uh, I, I mean, I know. Look at that, you going yes, off. I. Yeah, yeah. We. I've always said this. Mm, I, you've always been suspicious. Why does he need a show on the daily? Why does he need a show? Does he not have enough money? Does he not enough, have enough audience? Why can't he just put his phone on his desk? And upload oh. to his YouTube channel anything he wants. And sell ads. Why does he need a show on the Daily
1: Wire? Um, audience, reach, resources, He has reach. He has really. all of it.
0: He has all of it. I mean, he must, but... How much money does he need? He's a, he's a philosopher king who lives meekly in in, in Canada with his loving why wife you, and daughter.
1: Why are you... He doesn't live with his daughter anymore. <laughs> why are you so suspect? They sleep in the same bed. Why are you so suspect? You just went off.
0: Because cause the thing... Uh, him Cause him interviewing Kanye extric- just really... Yeah, that really... That really I, just f- nails I it think that
1: would be really fascinating. Jordan Peterson is ascendant in the culture, influential, yeah. not on Kanye's level, a psychologist who understands the mental health element of it. And he said, well, you know, I'd like to figure out what's going on. That's what I'd like to figure out. And the problem oh with geniuses is that you're a genius, and it comes with a lot of baggage. And he'd like to really understand that, the fact that because Kanye is an artistic yeah. genius, you should be interested in the subject. I, you like- just made the fucking point as a psychologist is it like is it healthy for your patients to be interviewed on on youtube he didn't like, say publicly? as a psychologist that's my take on it yeah. that it would be interesting because jordan's Sp- peterson would i know you'd find it gross because you're like oh look at him like he, he i don't know if he said i'm planning on it he said yeah. i'd like to because i'd like to figure out what's going on yeah and
0: did he mean it like like i'm trying to i'm trying to make it happen or i'd like to because i do i'd also like to in that case
1: Jordan I'd Peterson is back. in a position now where he can reach and talk to anybody he wants yeah, to, which yeah, is great. Yeah. Why is that a bad thing, Michael?
0: That's not a bad thing.
1: Why is it a bad thing that he puts himself together and makes content that's valuable for the masses on a much bigger scale?
0: You're, very, you're getting very worked up about this. I, you are much more worked <laughs> up than me. I'm only matching your energy.
1: I just don't, yeah, I don't get your suspicion. You always think there's some ulterior motive or agenda that's malicious. I think, I think he's just human. He's Human? Like, yeah, they, I get it. It has a look to it. He knows what the optics are. But you don't know him like I do. <laughs> do you know that he had a segment on The Daily Wire where he had a, a, a person on sitting with him to to challenge him on everything he's gotten heat for, who's like a friend of his who's left to the left, yeah. and basically gri- grilled him on his like tweets that got him in trouble, yeah. on his stuff that he went after Elliot Page on, mm-hmm. on the uh, sorry, not beautiful tweet that got him banned for... The fat shaming one he had him on, and he just like was grilling Jordan, yeah. and they had a back and forth I, you know, sponsored by The Daily Wire, it's on the thing, and they're at the Daily Wire headquarters doing it, but he has a guy on to do it. Yes, Daily Wire is trying to create a multimedia empire that combats in every sort of way in, inter- in, in, all form- in all avenues of the culture, the opposing side of the culture, which is what it is woke left Marxist I don't know what you want to call it that mm-hmm. that sort of agenda driven stuff we don't have alternatives to that and they're trying to create the alternative and he wants to be a part of it which I think he's earned his stripes um not everyone is you know I think he's earned his stripes you... I'd
0: like to see him with his shirt off
1: <laughs> why you should, you should
0: do more content with his shirt off I think you'd get more eyeballs
1: that's not that's not I think you should not do being it. blindly defensive I'm just like do you're he... being blindly offensive do you
0: think he has a lot of shoulder hair no no um, He's like I would a, doubt a hairless.
1: Mm, he might be a bit beastly. He's in Alberta. You need a lot of hair, yeah. to
0: stay warm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, but Alberta. you're you're, be, you're being blindly <laughs> offensive. I don't know if I'm being blindly. Defensive. I just I just
0: I just have this uh, gut feeling about him. You know, you well have you heard of the Sam Bankman Fried thing? No, you haven't heard of it. SBF.
1: Oh, SBF fifty the the uh, SBF sunscreen? fifty
0: yeah they're uh, they just they just discovered this? SBF fifty five. It's coming out this summer. <laughs> what and are and you talking all, about? I'm very excited. You haven't heard of SBF and you're on YouTube and and all this stuff. Sam Sam
1: fried I'm probably about to know what it is, yeah, but go about a year ago. Um, you mean FTX the big scandal? Yeah, 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 yeah. This, oh, of course. Oh, yeah. It's all over the place. Sorry,
0: F- FTX is, was started by SBF. Okay. Sam That's Banken why I
1: couldn't quite get it all together. Sorry, sorry. I know who this guy is with the hair. You think Jordan Peterson is a House of Cards? No,
0: no, no, no. No, no I'm just saying. Well, Are can you I just kidding sky- me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Like SBF two weeks ago was sixteen billion pristine. He was the the poster boy, the face of crypto. There's a a a basketball arena I think named after his company. He was like Larry David was in his commercials in the Super
1: Bowl a year ago. Tom Brady Island. If if
0: someone were to say to you three weeks ago, I don't have a good feeling about SBF, you know, they'd be like laughed out of the room. Yes, but like sometimes these gut feelings, like uh, there's something to them, and I just have a gut feeling about Jordan Peterson that there's something off about him. How
1: many times have you been right with your gut feelings?
0: I was right about you. Me, yeah. In what sense? That you're a great friend and a talented impersonator. <laughs> I'm asking you: Do you
1: have a track record, or you're just full of shit? <laughs> That's
0: a, that now that is a good question. Do I have a good track record for like specific people having downfalls? No. That's you a good watch call. them
1: and you say in retrospect, oh, it makes sense, and you want to think I you have a sixth sense. I can't
0: point to anybody.
1: Jordan Peterson's been through ups and downs. No, and no, I and he's- can't,
0: no, I can say. I, I think I've I've uh, been around enough spiritual teachers to know who I'm who I'm drawn to and and who I who I'm not drawn to. And but those are
1: people you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, 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 I I could
0: I could sit I could sit in someone's class and afterwards be like, I don't like this guy. Something's up with him. I I don't think he's coming from the right place. And 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 I can and and I tr- I very much trust that radar. <laughs> so so with Jordan Peterson, I when when I hear him speak, part of me goes like. I, everything he's saying is great, but I wouldn't want to be his student.
1: Hmm. That's how I feel well, about Well, you know, okay. I listen to his stuff, I think he's great. What's suspicious? What do you think it is? You think there's something being hidden? You think that secretly it'll all fall apart? It's no, it's, I think it's the contradiction. He seems so
0: thirsty for fame and fortune, and it seems to be at odds with his, um, With his, like,
1: persona of... uh, (laughs) Michael, he got famous at 53, 54 years old. And he's never been happier. (laughs) Actually, I don't think that's true. I honestly don't. I think he's spoken about it. He doesn't have
0: to be famous now if he doesn't want to be. He has enough to live on. What's that? He has enough to live on. How much do you need in Alberta to to retire on?
1: Life is not just pursuit of material wealth. It's much more than that. You're he like he's got enough to live on. Why he's not doing it for the money?
0: But he, but he, he, he could teach like, like Smalley and. Well, privately. he can't teach at
1: Toronto anymore. And he, he could teach, and he closed his clinical practice. They kicked him out of the college. He had a video that blew up randomly on YouTube. He could open by, it by protesting a, a law. Yeah. called B- C- B- Bill C. Sixteen. Was it college. so random? Yeah, and he's been on YouTube for like fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. With classes and lectures, I'm gonna just go for it a little bit. He's been posting. His psychology classes mm. from University of Toronto, you can mm. watch them all. Since YouTube's inception, he's like an early YouTuber. Okay? And you can watch his classes. Yeah. What's the problem with his classes? No, no, no. No, no keep going. Even he, and, and, and if you go back to early interviews from the 80s and 90s, there's clips of him saying the same stuff, same message. Yeah. He's had a clinical practice for many, many years, lots and lots of patients, and helped lots and lots of people. I, I guess that's bad in your estimation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know. I don't no he's that. helped all these people know, Then man, he... he, yes, was catapulted Into the public spotlight Fighting a bill that he really Believed was evil and bad because he has a lot of Expertise on the Horrific atrocities of the 20th century So maybe, just maybe Maybe you're right Or maybe he really believes That Us as a culture and a society Are in danger of a lot of things That he sees repeating themselves from his expert knowledge of history and psychology. Nazi Germany, he claims, is not full of monsters. It was full of ordinary people like us. And each of us have darkness in us. And now that he has this huge platform to spend this message, I believe he thinks and genuinely believes he can do a lot of good and is doing a lot of good. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are seeing what? I think... Tell me, because when you stare into the abyss, it stares right back. If
0: you were to come into the studio and after he left, you would both go like, oh... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just
0: wouldn't I'm telling you man There's no way I don't have that You have that I'm telling you man Something, Something's up with him oh. I think by the end Of Jordan Peterson's life You'll be validated f- Or gonna, I will I think I uh, No I think I will be I, I think we're gonna find something It'll out be your first <laughs> yeah, You know what Maybe I, I, w- I wish I could say that I, That I was right About someone else In the past But I don't think I can And that makes me An
1: honest person you can feel what you want to feel. It's just kind yeah. of based on nothing, but you have a weird gut that tells you. It's, I don't. I, not, I don't trust Sam Harris. He's a serial killer. A, I, I don't a trust
0: s- a spiritual teacher who's like so aware of how he dresses. Is there's something off about? it There's something weird about that. He's like. I mean, you see the way he he like like how much care he puts into his suits and like his mm. makeup and his hair and all that. Yeah. Is, that that is not the oh it's the megalomania. There's not a sensibilities of a deeply spiritual teacher. So you weren't always suspicious of him. It's only
1: when he started putting on the
0: uh, the I, aesthetic. I, I, I think it, I think it exposed his fame, exposed something—a vice,
1: a temptation—yeah,
0: about him that that, that truly rose me the wrong way, like televangelist
1: style. Is that what you mean? In that vein, I don't.
0: I, I don't think it's as calculated and and as greedy as that. Or or it, I, and I, it has I, more. I, substance. I don't think it's wrong. I, I should say I don't think it's wrong. I don't think anything he's doing is wrong. I just think it's. Um, it exposes him as something other than uh, pure in his intentions and a spiritual philosopher. Well, if
1: you're not pure in your intentions, that's wrong. No, I I, I don't even know if he's aware of it. Like I I I don't I don't think I don't intentions think can... is awareness. If your inten- if your intentions aren't pure, then you're aware of what you're doing. Um, by, by the word the word fair intention enough. means intention. It fair means enough. you know what you're doing, and you're not you're not what you're leading on to be. I have a feeling that. If things, if things went, he he's so. What are you he, saying? Uh, if it came out that he was having an
0: affair he, and was laundering he, money, you'd be like, "I knew it." No, no. What are you I, saying? I, I would be curious. Would he be willing to give up everything for his values right now? I, I wonder if if I was writing a story you about Jordan Peterson like, yeah. and and he had to give up the money, the fame, the reputation. The influence, all of it Mm -hmm. to stay true to one one of his values, I don't think he would do it. I don't think he'd be able to do it.
1: You do realize, I I don't think, I think you're really discounting the pre daily wire and all this, the amount of heat and pressure and things that he lost that were valuable in his life before things seemed to be secure and cushy. Like probably relationships, colleagues, his entire academic career his clinical practice a lot of things that are valuable to him that are more than material he had to give up Th- that that might be but he's, and, he's different now he's a different person
0: now that was a few years ago but, and now he didn't he doesn't he didn't have all these
1: but it's not a matter of security you're, you're saying he could live on what he wants would he give all up the riches and the fame like to me i think you're putting that too much on a, 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 a as as paramount mm-hmm. to what drives him in other words i don't think you know what do you know you don't know him I'm judging him based on what I'm seeing and you're and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even watch this stuff. That's what I'm saying. You're going with a gut. I'm going with everything I've seen played I think, out. I think
0: I think I think he's he's done what Sam Harris has done to you, where you you've lost you've lost touch with the truth because he's he's got you in his spell.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's good trolling. But um, <laughs> but
0: I think this is well. Tro- We've already gone over this topic before. I know,
1: I know, I know. And some of it's tongue in cheek. Um, the suits are great. He looks fantastic. He look. He does look great. Yeah, but you're just suspicious of, of the dog and pony show, really. If he was out there looking like shit, you'd be less suspicious. If he was just in like a sweater, looking sloppy, like a like a teacher, but with all the popularity. Like, I'd be, I'd be less, it's less aesthetic suspicious. to you. That's rubbing you the wrong way. It's the whole dog and pony show. It's going on in front of the. Yeah, a but a, aesthetics
0: are part yeah. of, a, of a spiritual life, and that—that that I don't spiritual life. Like he's—he's—he's he's, he's not just a—he's a spiritual teacher. Isn't yeah,
1: you? yeah, a spiritual philosophical whatever.
0: If a rab- if a kabbalist showed up here wearing like a gold chain and like pulled up in like an, an Escalade and had a driver, the first thing you think is bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you think. Yeah, S- same thing.
1: Uh, that's what's happening. Same
0: thing. That's what's happening but like, with you. Yeah, but like, like I'm, we're not giving this guy any
1: charity. I guess I'm not perceiving what you're perceiving as such flashy, crazy, fancy stuff. So the suits are nice, but yeah, the suits are nice. You know,
0: it's 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 <laughs> how it's how much he cares about it. Uh, I
1: think he cares about, that. yeah. But it's it's not. Just to be clear.
0: I would do what
1: he's doing. I now. understand. You're. I understand. I, <laughs> I'm not seeing him like with a bunch of arm candy and a bunch of chicks on private jets saying, you know clean up your room bitches he's not he's not doing that so he's just looks nice and yes he's on a big platform now and they're all merging together to sort of get a different set of values out into the world which i think are actually really important to me you know where i stand politically and stuff like that i think it is important to have a counter narrative in which standing up for traditional uh, certain traditional institutions and norms like that matters like we this stuff doesn't Come out of nowhere where all of a sudden society starts. We're seeing a lot of unraveling of like a lot of real, like, iconoclasts, like, like sacred institutions that are being destroyed. And Mm. and I don't want to get into it, but I think it is damaging. And I think what he's doing is valuable in a lot of ways, especially for religiously minded folk like yourself, giving a lot of intellectual credibility to the religion, to, you know, people who are religiously inclined but don't know how to articulate it. Andrew Schultz said to him, What you've done that's so important is. There are things that people think and feel, and they don't know how to say it or articulate it. And you've been able to do that for so many people. They feel a certain way, they think a certain way, and you've been able to relieve them of having to put it into words for themselves because they don't know how to say what they're feeling, but you've been able to say what they're feeling. Um, But yeah, the three-piece suit bothers you, so discount (laughs) all that shit. (laughs) Trump 2024. (laughs) Ivanka's
0: out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Has he lost it?
0: Crystal and Cigar had a pretty... Do you know... um... The guy from the Intercept, Ryan Grimm.
1: sounds familiar.
0: He had it. Well, the, their whole their basic thing was like uh, he was uh, he was coming at it. He can't. He his real rise to fame was was drain the swamp. Yeah, that's what worked for him, and he, right. he can't he can't do that anymore because yeah. he he can't be like drain the swamp. Like, bro, it's your swamp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike Pence is out too.
0: Yeah, so Mike Pence up.
1: says we need new leadership. Did. I think we we did amazing things during the Trump administration. the one th- We accomplished many things. i never really done Mike Pence on the pot, <laughs> but we need new leadership. Yeah.
0: The one thing I would not do is count Trump out. No I, oh I, oh, oh, I would not I I un- mean a, underestimate him? Yeah, or count him out. like if, if I had to bet right now, I would say like, he's the nominee. It's DeSantis and Pence who are going down, not Trump. I like so. like every, how many times can we make that mistake?
1: I'm going to say it like this. I, I, it crystallized for me as I was walking to the studio this morning, yeah. and I was trying to put it into a bit. But mm. I won't just give you a bit. This is what I really think. There
0: is something I want to try to interrupt you for a second yeah.
1: um, on the podcast. Like mm. you
0: try bits out, and I read parts of my newsletter to see Perfect. to get feedback from each other.
1: We could do that. I agree with the first part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like this: um, <laughs> if America is one big American family, right? Uh-huh. Trump is like the the boyfriend that the man keeps bringing back in. <laughs> The The sister, the sister, or no, no, or the the mom, the mom of our family, whoever that is, proverbial mom, Uh keeps bringing this boyfriend back into the house to our dysfunctional family. The boyfriend, the stepdad. I'm trying to figure out what's a better way to what's Mm -hmm. what's a better word if he's the stepdad or the boyfriend. Anyway, he's like America's. He's like if we're one big family, the proverbial mom of America is bringing this boyfriend in, and sure, he can be a little charming and coarse. Maybe he fixes some things around the house, but he rips the family apart. (laughs) He he favorites certain siblings, he kicks certain siblings out, and if one sibling wrongs him the wrong way, he's in the bad graces of the boyfriend, and he treats the mom like crap sometimes, and sometimes treats her great, and it's crazy, and then they break up, then he comes. So if he came in at the beginning to the dysfunctional family, fixed some things around the house that certain siblings like, some siblings don't, in the end he yeah. still rips the family apart, and DeSantis <laughs> is like... The guy you finally settle down with, who's like, I'm gonna, uh, you know, the, the the safe married dude. <laughs> I'm trying to like put them in, I, into I, this cat into this into I this like, uh, scenario. I like it, but I, I think it works
0: well with Republican with, audience with your your sister who everyone wants to see happy, but she just keeps oh. choosing the wrong guy, and and with this DeS- you're just like, all right, DeSantis isn't great. He's a dud. But he's not Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like as long <laughs> as she's slut that yeah. she just keeps but banging, and you're just the, like, oh, God. the boyfriend who comes around but is also loaded. Yeah. So like you're always kind of happy when he's there, but like at the end you're always like it's not working. He even it. can get the he's neighbors together it. to
1: accomplish things, yeah. like in the neighborhood, that's the farm. He can even get them to do certain things because there's a lot of issues. Like I even saw look on Trump stuff. Like I watched some of his speech. Right, he said some things that I really would want to happen policy wise, like term limits for congressmen and senators. Senators, no congressmen. Senators have term limits, don't they? No. I'm, I'm I think wrong. they both do. No, there's no term limits in this in the in the Congress. I think that's both House and Senate. You there don't have are,
0: to rerun for You have to Congress? run. There's
1: no term limits.
0: Oh, I mean you, you can't can run as many times as you want. You can
1: want. keep going. And you have career politicians, which right. is what we have. Nancy Pelosi's like 89 years old. You have term limits for the president. It yeah. makes I've always said, and a lot of people like uh, in my and in the circles I've read and stuff like that have advocated for term limits for Congress. Why? For a couple of reasons. One, you don't get career-long politicians who can then lobby and have special interests for years and years and years. That's the swamp idea. But it's also, the first term is spent not actually doing good policy, but trying to raise money for the second term and making sure you don't do anything too risky in the first term. And you're always trying to run for reelection. If you knew you only had two fixed terms, you're always worried about your next election, so you're never going to do anything that might compromise that. That's the point. If you know you have a single term, let's say, one six-year term, you're paid a million dollars, like, that's it, flat fee, million dollars, or whatever it may be, you have six years, you're not, no re-election, do whatever you have to do, make the most of it, be a public servant for six years, that's what you want to try, and get it done. There's no incentive to re- have re-election, there's no incentive mm-hmm. for special interest groups, you're not raising money for any campaigns, most of them are just career campaigners running election after election to stay in power, and then move up to committees and all this kind of bullshit. Term limits is an amazing idea. I love that idea. No one talks about that. And Trump did. And I'm like, oh, but there's just so much. That's a good idea. But there's so much baggage that comes with it. It's like when he announced, I'm like, and I knew it was going to come, but it's like the way every the what it does to the rest of us yeah. in in the discourse, in the body politic is so awful. And he didn't concede the last election. I mean, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that alone so, 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 yeah. You know that alone, like the, the, the norms, like we talked about. Yeah, it's like I get it. It's a fun show, entertainer in chief. Like you know, he's good off the cuff and on the mic. He can do amazing things. My Trump impression, I, like I got it back when I was watching. You know, he goes yeah. when he's speaking. He looks like this. <sighs> then he looks like that for America, and he gets more sensual for America we're going to drain the swamp for america <laughs> but anyway
0: well, Ryan grim had a had a point about about that swagger and like being entertaining yeah. where there's something with his first with his first thing he was like first term yeah when he when he first ran he was like listen i'm a billionaire do i need to be president no but no. i'm i want to do this cuz i think i can by the way mm-hmm. i think i can do a lot better now there's like a little desperation. Like yes. you're
1: already president. He doesn't want to go out a loser.
0: Yeah, like like you you want this so much, and it's 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 a harder ticket to sell, right? To the, to the show, right? It's a harder ticket to sell. Plus, plus you can't you, you can't call people out anymore because you, then you have to call yourself out.
1: Uh, well, unless, which you probably could do. No, I, you know, don't underestimate yeah. the skill because I think the way he might try to play it is with Biden. Is I told you so. You give him four years, I told you, so. The prices are terrible. Energy's up, everybody's divided. I told you we're gonna bring the country back together. Yeah. squeeze. <laughs> no, I feel like that might be something he tries to do. I do not for a second underestimate his manipulation and uh persuasion skills with yeah. mass like all these problems like who are saying now? I think it's time to move on. We'll get right back on it. Right back on it. They will. We, we can't help ourselves. Everyone
0: <laughs> wants it to happen in, in in a certain sense. No, but
1: I, you know. But think about it. The, the, the think about just how exo- when he was president, like, good. This policy you like. This policy you don't hate. What he does. No, like what he does. Hate what he says. Like what he says. Like what he does. Like what he says. Hate what he does. Whatever combination. That whole like dystopian world we lived in for yeah. four years takes a huge toll no oh, matter where you stand on it the back. fact that every single issue was was a, was a trump issue yeah you couldn't it, it it was it was almost like it was like a yeah. it captured all of us yeah and you couldn't and like when real things happen like a COVID or something like that i mean yeah was DeSantis? is he a election denier to does he i don't think so um, i don't know i don't know him that no he's not i don't know if he was involved he's a governor no i know but what's it does he does he say the election was stolen does he say the election was stolen? I don't think he's in that camp. I don't think that's uh, that's what he's known for. About that. He's known for fighting the woke in Florida. Uh, it's where woke goes to yeah. die. That's his whole so thing. Is- something about,
0: I almost rather have Trump, because at least, you know, Trump's a clown. He's not, like, quite capable of pulling anything off.
1: What do you mean? As opposed to, like, a Ron DeSantis he's just He's
0: just, like, a sociopathic, narcissistic clown who's not trying to change anything. He's just trying to get attention for himself. Like, with someone like DeSantis seems, like, smart enough and conniving enough to, like... To, like, do some real damage.
1: Damage? Depends what whatever you Whatever mean.
0: that means. Yeah, whatever that might means. And he might do good. Like, I mean, to, to, to bring it all back... You're for, just
1: a nihilist. You no, want somebody... To,
0: to bring it all back for a second, like, what the thing I'm really afraid of, and I almost don't even want to say it out loud because I don't want to manifest it, is, mm. like, um, to bring it back to the anti-Semitic stuff, Trump... The whole anti-immigration thing for Trump happened when he went to a rally... And someone whispered in his ear, People are into this thing. He said it and he saw the kind of reaction he got. And he, went, he went, Oh, wow, people are really reacting to like immigration, anti Mexican, anti immigration yeah. thing. And then that built into Build a Wall and that got a better reaction. And yeah. he's like, All right, this is my platform now because I was getting good feedback from the crowd. Like, there's going to come along someone who says something a little bit dog whistly, anti Semitic, and gets a good reaction. And they're like, Oh, this is playing well. And then that then escalates and escalates. You're
1: taking a little bit away from Trump, though, and his sort of. Like, I ability to s- be intuitive as to what would resonate to begin with. It's not like he said anything randomly and was like, "Oh, I guess I'll go with." Oh no sure, no, sure,
0: no, sure, no, no. He he chose that, but, but 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 I'm just saying, like policy followed feedback, like and and like in like if if the feedback like and now it's 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 pretty normalized to not, to not, to. Yeah. To like to like have these like anti Jewish like com- like opinions in public, if if like if the feedback goes to certain politicians, they're like, oh wow, this anti-Semitic things are really playing well,
1: right? Like that that's that's so. The- who's more likely to pave the way for a demagogue like that that actually responds and resonates with anti Semitism? Mm-hmm. A DeSantis or a Trump?
0: Well, I, I'm I'm worried that no, a no, Trump 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 yes, what but but I, I'm that. worried that someone like DeSantis. Um would sort of learn from that mm-hmm. and do it even better than Trump could do it. Cause, There's cause no way. No one know? can
1: do that kind of reading and A-B testing on audiences. The policy wonks are policy wonks, and they do that, and they're boring, and they're not the most charismatic. Like DeSantis, yeah, he Florida is where woke goes to die. That's it's you're, you're not. It's not like hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> yeah, but he's a classic. The truth is, I've Republican never seen, classic. And
0: you never see him. Speak. I've never seen him speak, and
1: I, I just what imagine, imagine what he's <laughs> DeSantis is like. A governor, governor's, DeSantis. He's like Jordan Peterson, right? No, but you have to realize, like governors in general mm-hmm. are mini presidents. They, that's why they, they generally like are electable mm-hmm. governors are running States. They have the, they, they have their own Senate. They have their own kind of miniature model mm-hmm. of, of executive function. They know, you know, executive experience. I thought what he end. was
0: the mayor of South beach, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but like senators, congressmen are sort of insiders, political yeah. insiders who have been in Washington and all those things. So that's why there's always this argument. I have executive experience. I've been a governor, you know, mm. and they're about, they run on the idea of problem-solving within specific things. They they problem-solved in the state. They dealt with issues, those kind of things. They brag about their numbers in the state and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But anyway, uh, uh, I just started seeing the same old stuff happen. Analyzing Trump's speech, sort of apologetics, doing acrobatics to say, well, what was interesting about this from people who are like otherwise sound conservatives, you start to see the sort of compromising of, of principles, conservative principles for Trumpic, Trump- more for Trumpism, you start to see that. And like, I'll admit like there was something, if you, if you lean conservative, I don't know if policy follows audience or if Trump makes the audience follow policy because on policy, his first administration was pretty much like cut and dry. A lot of just straight up conservative things, except for trade. He was weird on trade, which is not typically conservative to be anti-free trade, Mm. but in terms of Supreme court justices, in terms of, uh, you know, a lot of things, cutting regulations, tons of regulations. I believe from what I looked into, I think Kevin O'Leary said it in an interview. So that's what I mean by looked into it. Oh, there's, this is like, I've never seen before regulations cut like mad. Um, (laughs)
0: he was heavily invested in uh, ftx
1: was he i gotta we, we gotta put that on the shelf for a second but i just mean his record like when he was running again ben shapiro did a video it was like why i'm voting for trump the second term and not the first term it's like it's really good his record is really good do i like his behavior no do he does he have bad tweets like really bad bad really bad i can't do ben pisses me off yeah that's i thought it's pretty good it's really bad but his record on policy is actually really good like really good yeah and his behavior can be asinine but his his record is really good if you're a conservative so whatever not saying I'm not gonna over again. Nothing. The- I don't have it clinched. Anyway, Michael, I don't know what to make of it. We'll see how it plays out. It's gonna be exhausting because he's he's in, so it's a force to be reckoned with. For America, uh, <laughs> um, FTX, Bitcoin. We talk crypto, Web three bullshit. Yeah, the guy lost sixteen billion dollars in two days. Yeah. Well, it just came out that um,
0: his all of his um. Donations Mm -hmm. and like the whole persona that he that he built was all for the it was all fake. He said it was all it was all a PR stunt. He's he's like he's like a real sociopath.
1: He was. Can you tell me the story for the folks who don't know? SPF, FTX 50. FTX is a <laughs> cryptocurrency
0: exchange. On Bitcoin? That that worked um, internationally, I think. for I, th- I think for like a lot of coins. So if you were like, I want to buy a million dollars worth of Bitcoin, it's like Coinbase. Like Instead of, you, you would go to FTX.com, buy a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin and keep it in your FTX account. It's an account. exchange. It's an exchange. An it's, account. Yeah, yeah. And you have your FTX account and your million dollars of Bitcoin is in there. Okay. Well, it turns out, if you if, if you would have been able to open up your bank account and wanted to hold your million dollars Bitcoin, it wasn't there, because as soon as you sent him a billion dollars to buy Bitcoin, they said they put Bitcoin in your account, but really, they sent it to their own trading desk to try to make 10 times your million dollars. This is a real fraud on a global scale. It's, it's like like he he could serve life in prison if they ever catch him. Like they did
1: catch him. They have him.
0: No. No. He's in the Bahamas and he's trying to get to Dubai. I think. I don't think. God, I don't. He's nice. No no, no, no. I think he's like uh, they like ha, they have him, but he hasn't been arrested.
1: This is not a crypto like fail. Like oh, and like another NFT that collapsed.
0: This is a crypto fraud scheme. This is fraud. Yeah. This is fraud. So, so they how? But don't they have a
1: record on their phones? I mean, like the the whole thing is crypto is fraud
0: proof. The ledger. Well, well. So the the thing, this isn't crypto in the sense where, like, in order for people to actually use crypto, you need centralized exchanges like FTX or Coinbase or whatever. So there's there's a man in the middle that you have to trust that everything's okay. I mean, it's a could Coinbase have done the same thing. Coinbase could accept they're a public company
1: But there's a ledger Like you see the exchange on your phone Once you have an interaction There is a ledger, a blockchain that's, That shows the interaction it's a, And you could check it at any time it's a good, it's a, That's a good question I
0: wonder, I wonder if maybe they just took the Bitcoin And just didn't actually put it in your account Like it, it is in your ledger I don't know, I don't really know that that's that's unless my the whole FTX
1: interface was completely fake, and then you actually wired sent money via FTX, it's, Three, it like linked to your account. Like the whole thing from the bottom up is completely it's fake. It's possible
0: that maybe like the Bitcoin was yours, but like they were using it and losing it.
1: But every transaction on Bitcoin, yeah, is recorded.
0: Yeah, so maybe it was recorded, but it doesn't necessarily mean that just because they say the money's in your wallet means it's actually there. Or in your account. Unless, like, there's something with the,
1: U, with the UI that they, people that were using on FTX that was fake.
0: I don't know. That's, like, showing you
1: numbers, showing you ledgers and t- transactions that were completely fake. That's
0: a good question. I, I, I think I think they were, they were saying there was a
1: million dollars in your account when there was zero dollars in your account. Right. Um, now, do you disdain or admire this level of genius from this kid? That's a really good question. You evil some bitch. Um, no, I mean people are really,
0: really wiped out, and it's probably gonna set crypto back. Like, you think any poor people have
1: ha, any real impoverished people
0: had crypto? Not impoverished. There was probably someone our age who ha- had two hundred fifty thousand dollars to to buy a house or to send their and kids he, to and private did school. FDX? And kept it on FTX. Why not? They they there's a. They, I think the Heat play in FTX Stadium. Like mm-hmm. it's like it was totally legit. So and now, and, now that, and now that money's gone. And then this and and then there there was four hundred million dollars left to pay out some people, and that was hacked. I heard and, about this too. And now that money's gone.
1: And they found that oh they don't know where that no,
0: is. No, I think like the only way to hack it was like through like a program that SPF built or something. It was like it was, like he 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 definitely took it. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part to me is How that How old he, is this kid? He looks like a little he's kid. He's like thirty. He's thirty. But he was the darling of like like Democrats and like liberal media. Yeah, why is that? so so he so he explained he he he, orchestr- he orchestrated it. He was a donor, I mean. He was a donor to to liberal candidates. But also Republican candidates, what he kind of wasn't saying was it was an exchange for getting the kind of practices FTX was doing legal in America. So he so he could have just done this even more. But 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 that was sort of glossed over. And like The New York Times just did a profile on him and like they didn't mention like fraud or anything like he was like the darling of like he was like the new JP Morgan. They were calling him for like liberal America where he was funding. Like all of these candidates and all these media organizations and everything. So
1: I ask you again: mm-hmm. admiration or disdain? Um, I don't. I don't really. I don't really admire it. I, don't, I really don't. Because Jordan, Jordan Peterson, you have a problem with putting on a suit. This kid, you're like respect. Well, I, I, I res- gotta respect the hustle.
0: I respect his level of self awareness in in a way. <laughs> in a way,
1: no, there's something sick and no, twisted he, he, no, how he's, you could pull he's a this off. But he's he didn't a pull it off.
0: He didn't pull it off. He didn't pull it off. He could have. He might have. So what happened... Where's the actual um,
1: money? Like, he's funding Democrats with what money from what accounts? Where is the money?
0: The money people... Oh, he was we're using giving your him. money. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. He was using so your money. So it's a Ponzi scheme he, on a crypto, crypto he, Ponzi scheme. Yeah. It's not a Ponzi scheme. It's just fraud. He, he, yeah, he yeah. wasn't taking money. He wasn't ever planning on paying anyone back. It was just, it was just fraud.
1: Well, Ponzi means right, like you're giving people money back from other people's loans. Yeah, yeah.
0: This was he was taking your money and, th- and then trying to make more with it, and also using it. Mm-hmm. And and it might have been okay if um, something else just went under. I forgot what it was. And like a oh, Luna, Luna went under. Luna went under like a, a while ago, and they think their trading desk. I bought a lot of Luna.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you
0: wouldn't known about it like uh, that, right? they they just had issues and like the whole thing kind of fell apart but like and now every but now everything's falling apart like other exchanges are going under like it's uh, this whole cascading effect the the point the reason i brought it up though is cuz a few like like a year ago on our podcast we are just talking about like the promise of web3 mm-hmm. and like naval ravi Kant, and chris Dixton and all those people everyone can be
1: rich yeah. yeah yeah
0: exactly you can be rich too yeah and it's just kind of funny to me how it, like the unpopular opinion was like this is all
1: scamming and none of it makes sense and like now it seems to be told you so uh, happening yeah there's a clip of Warren Buffett and I forget this other really wealthy older guy who was like there's no product there. Warren Buffett's like, if you don't have a product, that's not creating wealth. There's nothing there. And then this other guy said, and he was just saying, it's nothing. There's nothing here. If it's too good to be true, it is. It's yeah. very obvious. And like, it attracted all these insane people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm feeling a little nervous because I'm a little older now as an adult. Where like when we first got into the job market, the economy it collapsed. It was two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and we knew mm. nothing about it. And I still know nothing about it. But it seems like pending collapse. Don't you feel like you're in real estate a little bit? I don't know, housing, prices, like economy. There's all this like you know when there's like a vibe in the air, all these like articles and people yeah. kind of talking about like loom loom and doom, is that the right word? Gloom, gloom and doom. I always get the... Looming Doom though would make sense. Loom?
0: Looming doom? Yeah, like gloom, the... and doom. gloom and doom. Oh, just
1: this idea that like Things have been—I don't know—I don't follow really housing market prices, those kind of things, boring stuff like that. But yeah. do you think so? Is everything about to collapse?
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the conventionalism that things are about. There's about to be a recession. Yeah, right. I mean, Facebook just fired eleven thousand. That's people. what I mean. I keep seeing all this like for work. Yeah, it's harder to probably a lot harder to get a job now. There's eleven thousand Facebook employees who are looking for jobs now. It's not uh. good. Um yeah it's all it does yeah yeah this is like um well this is what happens when during a recession the scams get get un- uncovered Unraveled. that's what happens to madoff yeah like yeah, as yeah. soon as as soon as
1: something they're kind of that's what i leaning mean on. this is rem- i'm it's bringing yeah. back my mind to like yeah no you're right yeah <laughs> crypto punks fall <laughs> <laughs> vayner media <laughs> yeah. no but i
0: wa- i do you think there's gonna be a vcon too yeah an instant really yeah uh, this Now this is the interesting one Okay Let's try to go <laughs> This is because I mean it's it's like Last year Last year was on the brink I'll this manifest
1: is... it now I think this year would be interesting If I spoke to them About actually Like talking one on one On a panel yeah, About that. content strategy We'll see what happens by that time Yeah But I would like to see If maybe Gary and Just I Could chat <laughs> about No it's funny It's so meta Like yeah. I followed his advice Not from him But yeah. his advice That he preaches Is the things that I do In doing him so it's yeah. kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could be a funny moment. I don't know if there's time. Yeah. Well, I, right.
0: I I just mean the um, the excitement around NFTs is zero. Is it? What about what about Gabe I, Weiss and
1: the Stoics? I'm the only one of
0: us who owns one. It's doing well. I wish I wish I had I wish I had been able to buy one.
1: How's it doing? Because I can't seem to tra- find it's, it.
0: It's um you is bought it, it at like point oh eight. I think it's at like point two. It's good. What does that mean? It's like doubled your money a little bit, a little bit more than that. So I have five dollars. If out. you were to sell it, that um. I, I,
1: I want. I want to like check my wallet one day. It's not. It it's be... not. A,
0: there's no NFTs now that. I, will, I shouldn't say that. Good time to buy. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Unless the entire thing just is disappears. disappears. No, the technology
1: doesn't disappear
0: though. Thing, but but this this use case for it is is meaningless. Like, um, and a- NFTs, like Gary says, are very cool. It's a very cool idea, but it doesn't mean that uh, bored apes are going to be the thing. If they're not cool, then they're nothing. Like there's um like if yeah. if there might be something else that you can use an f c for but like I don't know if would i wanna I would not buy a board ape now,
1: what's Bitcoin
0: at? If I had to guess I would say like uh 7,000. is it possible it's down i think like maybe thirteen thousand
1: is that oh. possible from sixty should I check no, no,
0: not on the pod from sixty, ethereum is like uh, like hovering around a thousand twelve hundred a thousand. That was at like five, six thousand, I think.
1: Yeah. Just wish I'd bought I would buy them. if I had
0: a lot of extra money now, I'd buy a lot of Ethereum. That's okay, what I would do. well I think Bitcoin and Ethereum will be the ones to come out of this and nothing else.
1: A Lot of things and, to
0: and the stoics big gay boys.
1: A Lot of things to look forward to yeah. and dread and get excited about in the future and yeah. be cautious about. Anti Semitism. The presidency web3 the economy bitcoin crypto <laughs> the economy and the buckle up podcast going to the moon baby we that's doubles, buckle baby. up episode 45 thanks for watching we'll see you on 46 was that an interesting high five? Get- yeah was- <laughs> <laughs> we always he <fingy> it <laughs> exciting guests coming up